Good morning, everybody. I'm glad you've joined me today and very soon us. If you have the time and could please share this podcast with your friends and family, we strive to help people grow in knowledge of the word of God and become what all they can be through the power of the Lord and the word of God. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, right now I'm in the middle of a Christmas series. Uh, And outside of the Christmas series, I am currently following the life of Christ chronologically across the four Gospels. Um, I think that I will be starting some type of through the Bible in a different sense. I've gotten some requests to do some study Bible kinds of things. And so we may end up finding a version plan and following along with that. Uh, right now I'm waiting for Sister Tina Mulholland to join me for Testimony Tuesday. And give me one second, let me see how things are going with her. And I think it's going good. you hear background sounds it is my two dependents my pups Marco and Star and Star's the mouthy one so if anybody drives up we're gonna have a bark that's gonna startle the living daylights out of me she's hilarious if you have not yet downloaded Word Song, W O R D S O N G A P P, Word Song app for your uh, mobile device, you can go to wordsongapp.com and you'll find the the link to get the app for whichever type of device you have, be it an iPhone or the others, uh, the other Android devices. Um, On Wordsong app, the podcast plays. There are some Bible studies that I have been involved in writing and teaching. And also... There are, um, there are, there is a subscription to Bible memory songs. And this is mostly used by kids, though obviously it doesn't have to be only used by kids. I very deliberately write the music to be as easy on, on adults as possible because of course, kids working, uh, to memorize verses tend to be with their parents. And so as a parent raising kids, 
and having to listen to the same songs over and over and over for memorization to take place. Uh, I deliberately try to record with every genre in mind. I, I, I work very hard not to do, uh, you know, Barney and Sesame Street kinds of songs. Um, so they're very enjoyable for adults too, but it is mostly, that aspect is mostly utilized by um, families with small children because their children are memorizing scripture to play a game called Bible quizzing. It's a national across uh, North America game that's that's played among these quiz teams. It's remarkable. If you ever get a chance to see a Bible quiz team, it will blow your mind the way they, because because they don't get up and quote. Uh, a quiz master asks them a very detailed and, uh, my word, the questions that they get asked, and then those kids answer, <laughs> They answer in cross-reference, like that is found in this chapter and verse and this chapter and verse. It's amazing what they do. Um, and I love recording their music. And so if you get WordSong app, you do not have to be a quizzer to memorize scripture and to benefit from that. And it makes me very happy to know that other people are, are involved in that. Um, I think Tina, oops, I think Tina will be joining us soon. Um, I don't think that I have a way to edit down these clips. So if you're sharing this with someone, let them know about what time it is that Tina comes in. I'll, I'll try to remember to put that in the, in the comments uh, so that people know the situation of this live recording. Sometimes it's easy for for my guests to join me and sometimes it's a little bit difficult. We're gonna have her with us in just a moment. She's texting me, so that's how I'm aware she's she's trying to get in. There we go. There we go. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm so happy you joined. Me too. I appreciate the opportunity. <laughs> oh, uh, how's your morning going so far? It's going pretty good. I appreciate the extra couple minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I woke up and I got it was harder for me to wake up this morning than usual and I got going and I had the dogs outside, I had my mind on ideas and I didn't realize the time and I also hadn't had coffee. And that's it's <laughs> not a I good. I was making coffee when you asked if we could do a few more minutes. I was like, "Yes." <laughs> oh good. We are we were unified before we even got on this call. You know it. You know it. <laughs> Oh, I love you so much. I love you um, too, Danae. Your your um your moniker, your name on your um 
your call-in ID is Nana. How many, how many grandkids do you have? I have seven grandsons. Oh my goodness. You are rocking it. Uh, I am. <laughs> and I'm so, so thankful. My, my husband always says, our name is going to live on, baby. <laughs> it sure is. Yeah, with seven grandsons. It sure is. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we're excited. We have our oldest grandson. He's going to be 18 in June, and he's graduating. So we're pretty, oh. we're pretty excited. It's going to be a, a new thing for us because we've never had any of our grandkids graduate. So oh. we're pretty excited. Oh, it is a it is a sweet and precious time. Of course, I don't know from the grandpoint angle. I only know from the parent angle, which well, of course I'm you sure know you're going to well. find out sooner or later. <laughs> we seem to be getting closer and closer by the day. I'm telling you, it's going to be an exciting day. We're so excited for them. Oh, um, Sister Tina, something that I want to know that that actually I, I didn't prep you for this. And I apologize. I know all I told you last night was I was going to start into asking you about your your uh, salvation story, how you came to the Lord. But um, it's you know I'm remembering as as I'm talking to you your um, encouragement to others just exudes from you. You you know it just comes out of you. Was how did you become that kind of encouraging person? Did you um, did you purposefully do that did did the lord lay that on your heart have you is that just your personality how'd that come about well this is this is funny you're asking i was just sharing this kind of it's like a little testimony but my mentor in pensacola as you know about pensacola <laughs> but um when we started when we started um i think we moved there in 1987 and I had a friend, Yvette Smith. I'm not sure if you oh, remember yes, Yvette. Yes, I love Yvette. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Everybody, everybody and, loves and, Yvette. And, and the kids, yes. Okay, so she kind of became my mentor, um, more like a big sister. But um, she was sending me cards. And I was like, and you know when you get a card in the mail, it just kind of brightens your day. And um, I was like, I want, I want to start that, you know. And so I just started, I just started sending some cards. And I don't know, my birthday is December twenty sixth, so I didn't really get a lot of birthday cards. And I think that kind of is what triggered a burden of just trying to remember other people's birthdays. That's kind of how it started. And um. So I think that's what happened. She sent me a birthday card and you know, it's, it's Christmas. Everybody's thinking about Christmas. Nobody's really thinking about birthdays. And so I was like, wow, that, that really meant a lot to me. And so I've, I've just assumed, well, if it meant a lot to me, maybe I can make that meaningful for the other ladies, you know, other brothers and stuff. So wow. I started doing that and I, I, I really just want to give her the honor of kind of showing that to me because she's got lots of friends and I'm not sure if everybody has kind of, um, I don't know. I, I guess I kind of gleaned it from her maybe. Wow. Um, and so you've just so kept that going because I know you've moved yeah. into other congregations since, um, yes. and you've just kept that going. Yes. And I think it's, I think it's really a calling that the Lord has laid on my heart. I remember, you know, when you, when I left Pensacola, 
and I started going to the Pentecostals of Gainesville. I remember I was praying one, one night, and I remember the Lord saying, you know, just because you're in the Gainesville church, I don't want you to forget your brothers and sisters in the Pensacola church. And I'm like, how could I forget them? You know, I mean, they're a part of my life. I was, I raised my kids there. And I think the Lord was just letting me know. I feel like that's where I just got the the burden. It's like, okay, Lord, help me to be sensitive to, you know, it wasn't birthdays anymore. It was. Um, so at first it was just birthdays that you did. Yes. Yes. Mm. And then when my daddy died um, and, and I never lost anybody that was close to me except for my grandmother. And that was like years ago. Right. When, my, when my daddy died, um, he died in 19, oh, 97. And I got so many cards from people, you know, sympathy cards. Mm -hmm. And when my, you know, when we had the service, you know, I was like, wow. I was overwhelmed. I was just overwhelmed that people would, you know, think of me and send me a card for my daddy passing away. It's like I've never been around that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. On that yeah. on that end. Yeah. So, um, and then, you know, people had showed up for his funeral and stuff. And I was like, wow, this really, really is amazing. And so it started helping me to be a part of like when people had passed away to how important it is and how valuable it is to have your presence yeah. be there, you know? So, so how, what is your process to do that? So, um, do you get, you know, because this isn't a church ministry, this is your, your ministry. Yeah. And so do you ask the church office for addresses or do you just ask people one-on-one -on -one for addresses? How, what's your process? Uh, one-on-one. -on -one. <laughs> Okay. In fact, I used to do the church directory in um, the Pentecostals of Gainesville. Okay. And um, that's something that me and a friend, Benita, used to do. We we just did that. And, and it's helpful because there are a lot of people that do like to send cards. But it, in fact, I just got a hold of everybody that I know. I don't know everybody at Souls Harbor and the, the Gainesville Church and the Pensacola Church. Um and just ask them for their updated information. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of do that every year, especially around Christmas time, because I do like to send out Christmas cards. And um, I've just kind of done that. And I give God all the glory for that, because I just feel like not everybody has that that gift. I feel like that's a gift. It's a calling. It's, I feel like it's my calling. Clearly, um, clearly. Yeah, th this year has been kind of a, a crazy, fast-paced year and i feel like i have missed so many but um well i i'm just i'm gonna say for the benefit of others listening that if you want to do this um i don't know about everybody's church but i know at souls harbor if you let uh sister laureen who works in the church office um or whoever happens to be volunteering in there every once in a while she happens to take a vacation so <laughs> So whoever is in there, if you'll just call the church office, which is 352-245-3227, uh, and let them know that you would like um, you would like to you know start um, sending cards and you need addresses, um, they will they can either email you um, a a file that has mailing addresses. You can say I would like to. 
um, send cards to the women and they can send you just women or you can say I would like to send cards to this age range and they can sort the church congregation by age range and they can send you that like if if you wanted to focus on elders or 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 teens or whatever you needed to do to to follow in sister Tina's footsteps Souls Harbor Church office will gladly give you the the um, the, the mailing addresses so that you can do that. That is so amazing, Sister Tina. But you know, you're that way in person too. You are, just, I mean, people, you don't even have to say encouraging words and just being with you feels like an encouragement. How are you that person? <laughs> the Holy Ghost. <laughs> it's the Holy Ghost. But I, I you know, I, I do, since you mentioned Sister Lorraine, and she is so helpful because I, I me and Spider-Man had a singles fellowship. Oh, I want to say it was 2020 or 2021. It was right before the pandemic. And I had asked Sister Lorraine if she could give me every single person um, in the church. And she was so, so grateful to do that. And then I did ask her. Oh, I don't know when I asked her. I know it was this year, but she did give me a copy of every member of the church. And that's, that's, and that printout is how I got to update all the, you know, that the, uh, the, I guess the people that just moved, you'd be surprised how many people moved and got new addresses today. Right. I know. <laughs> so I was like, I need to probably give this to Lorraine. This may help Lorraine. To it is. Yes. Please do. Yeah. I thought please about do. doing that. Yes. I think I will. We are actually talking about a, a, a way to update systems so that we can, people can update their own information because the congregation's just gotten so big that um, we might, you know, we might notice a face is missing, but then to contact that person and find out what they need, are they missing because they're sick? Are they missing because they've moved? Or, oh my goodness, it yes, is. And that's, that's important. We yeah. almost need to hire an investigator to get the job done. You should, Sister Laureen will go on Facebook. She yeah, will she's stop. Great. She <laughs> she's is amazing. Really, really great. Yes, she is. I um, can't believe how she had me all the single people. I was like, wow, this chick's on, this chick's on Yes, <laughs> we have a really good software that we, we spent some good money to be able to do that quickly. I am, and, and it, the software makes it easy to do that quickly. But of course, learning the software is complete hats off to Sister Lorraine and Brother Chad. They both really know that software really well. And you know, they're blessed to know that stuff because I'm not techie and I yes. really appreciate it. Like, yes, they'll just mom. send you a piece of paper. They're awesome. So, so when do you have any like tips for helping people be encouraging because i know that you go through difficult times too but you're still encouraging so what do you say to people who are going through difficult times who also want to have a ministry of encouragement? um that's a great question and nobody's ever asked me that you know what i really i'm going to share this with you um when spider-man was a church administrator in gainesville there was a woman, um, she was a very, very, um, I guess she would be like what Sister Burroughs was to Souls Harbor. And I know you mentioned, I know you told me not to mention names, but her name is Sharon Papsiak. I, I'm wanting to say she's been under Brother Arnold from like day one, but she was the welcoming lady um, and she was really good at sending cards out. 
And I know that she had caught a burden. It's almost like a burden. And Barbara Weekly is kind of doing that with the widows. She's kind of caught a burden. Right. And I know that right. she's, um, I know she's ministering and with the, the widow part of the um, church. And so this little lady was trying to kind of do what you were talking about, keeping connected with people. And so she took the church directory and she kind of divided it to like she would give one and she wanted all the staff to do this. And so she she put part of the directory like A's she would give to somebody, B's, you know, because we had about 25, 30 people on staff. So she gave each person a um like i would have a's she would want spider-man to do the b's kind of like that when if you I'm say a and b do like, you mean a portion of the directory or everybody whose name ended in yes, a A? a portion of the directory okay, okay. Like, would be responsible for all the a's spider would be responsible for all the b's and then so forth okay and so <laughs> i think she realized that people weren't doing that and spider-man had to you know say you know sharon that is your burden. That is your calling. Not everybody wants to write a card, although they do. Um, I've had many people say, I wish I could write a card, you know, like you do. And I'm looking at them like, but you can, you know, right. but I, but I understand what they're meaning. Yep. I understand exactly where they're coming from because not everybody has a desire one to do it, but then there are people that do have a desire, but really, how do I go about doing that? Yeah, and you know, we we can only put so many things on our plate. I have a desire exactly. to do way more than I can fit on my plate, and I make my, exactly. myself sick trying to do it. So you literally can't do everything. That's why no, we have can't. the whole body fitly framed together. And that's kind of what I tell them. I'm like, and that's kind of what Spider-Man had taught the whole staff. Like, you know, my, my wife does this call-in. There's another lady in our church, Benita. She was another one that helped me with the church directory. She always tried to send cards out. And then here's Sister Sharon Papsiak. And I'm sure there may have been others, but those are the ones that I know. You know, sure. I just yes. feel like that was their their gifting. Yep. Gifting. Well their said. Calling. Yep. And so, you know, I always tell people, don't, you know, you may I may have this ministry, but you also have this ministry. You know, it's and that's that's exactly how I believe that we're all a part of the body. And and a lot of this is too, is to help brother Jason, help brother Arnold, help brother Paul. Cause you know, as a pastor, you can't reach everybody. Right. And so, uh, you know, if I can be an encouragement and I know people are hurting, there's people hurting everywhere. As you know, Danae, these little things that you do every Tuesday and every day are they're so encouraging. It's like, you don't even realize how many people you've helped and having other people share their testimonies. And um, so it's just like, I just want to be a part of the body, like a Barnabas, and just be an encouragement to the body. And I know not everybody can do that. But I do believe everybody can do that. It does not hurt to say, hey, how you doing? Right. You know, if you know somebody's not there in your corner of the church, and I, I'm i really bad because I don't ever get a chance to get over on the other side. And I'm realizing, okay, this one's missing. I, I haven't seen this one. And it's like, 
you know what? It's not going to hurt to send a text. It's not going to send, it's not going to hurt you to yeah. make a phone call and say, Hey, what's going on? I haven't seen you. Yeah. And you'd be surprised. I mean, you know, I'll, I've shared this. I shared this with a lot of my friends. I know what it makes me feel like to walk through those doors and get a great big hug. And, and our welcoming team is so good at that. Every one of them ladies just make you feel so special when you walk through those doors. Now, that's not just for the sinners, but also for our brothers and sisters. Yes. You know, so when you're having a bad day and you can walk through the doors and you get a great big hug, I mean, that does wonders. But then if you're missing, you know, how many people are missing that we haven't even really realized you know, so I've always just tried to observe. I am an observer. I do look around. So you make I sure you at least tag in with those that, for lack of a better phrase, are within arm's reach. Yes, I try very, very hard um, just in my section. And if I know that, you know, I haven't seen them, it's like just, hey, what's going on? Not trying to be nosy, Danae. Of course. But just course. Letting, letting them know, I know you're not there. Yeah. I just want to check in. You know, is everything okay? Is there anything I can do to help you? And um, that alone, I mean, a lot of times, and you know, Spider-Man and I are traveling. And um, just to get a text from somebody saying, we missed you. You know, are, are you still out of town? And a lot of the times we are out of town. But it, even being out of town and getting a text from somebody, you know, in your church, just it, it just brings a smile to your face. And it's like, wow, somebody really cares about us. That you know, is so cool. And, I love um, that. Yeah. So it's, and I feel like anybody can do that, Danae. Um, but then again, I really believe that it's not on everybody's heart. Like, like you said, everybody's dealing with stuff. Everybody's busy. You know, they're, they're yeah. they full-time jobs. Um, but I don't know. I just feel like that's a calling on my life. And yeah. I feel like um, I beat myself up sometimes if I miss somebody's, you know, like if somebody passed away, I really try to send a card with that because I, I just know the value. You right. Know? So, so when you like, were you raised to be this encouraging person? Tell me how you came to the Lord. Well, that's, that's a long story, but I'll try to make it short. Cause I know we've got, <laughs> we've, we've got about, let me see what time it is. We've got about 15 to 20 more minutes. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, my mom and dad were, we, you know, we weren't raised in truth and my mom and dad were on the verge of divorce. And yeah, when I, when you told me to kind of jot down all this, I kind of, kind of feel like I wrote my little story and I was like, wow, Ooh, maybe you wrote the outline pretty, for your book, Tina. I'm telling you, I was like, this is, this is a pretty cool, this yes. is a pretty cool story if I don't say yes. so myself, but I'm thankful because, um, my mom and dad were on a verge of a divorce and we ended up moving to another part of the city. And what we didn't realize at that time is that we lived right next door to a UPC minister and his family and i was i was 12 at the time and so i i've got a sister and four brothers and they were you know i'm the oldest of them and somehow he started inviting us to church and so he had 
And it, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, wow, it's a lot to bring kids. I have four kids and here this, I mean, we didn't really know him at that time, but he's asking us to bring all of our, you know, all my mom and dad's kids to church. Wow. Um, it was, it was kind of different because we were Catholics. Uh huh. And so when we were there, we were like, wow, they're clapping their hands and they're raising their hands. Now this was just a little, we called it an upper room. Cause when you went there, you had to go up these stairs and it was just like a, I'm trying to see how big, it wasn't a big church, but it wasn't, it wasn't even a church. It was just an upper room. Yeah. And that's kind of like how I always called it. You know, I got the Holy Ghost in the upper room. I love I that. that you know? So my mom and dad, um, me, my mom and my dad ended up getting married in November of 1976. And when my dad got baptized, um, my dad and mom fought. I mean, my whole child life, I just remember them fighting. And I'm not just saying screaming. They were hitting each other, throwing things at each other. So, you know, me being the oldest, I always tried to protect my 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 siblings. I didn't want them to see that. So, you know, I would run them upstairs and just kind of, we'd just be in a closet, you know, just, I guess we were praying, Lord, don't let it don't let them kill each other, you know? So it was, that's the kind of childhood that I was raised up in. Mm -hmm. And it was very difficult to see. Mm -hmm. And so when we started going to church and I watched my dad get baptized, I got baptized with my dad and mom, I guess, because I was probably the oldest. But, I think, um, I, Tina, I, I think a second ago, I might've missed her, but I think you said you got married, but you met, got baptized. Yeah. Got baptized. Okay. Yeah. But I got baptized and, um, I watched my dad and mom's life just change overnight. I mean, my dad would start praying. My dad prayed so, I mean, he prayed all the time. Wow. My mom prayed. I felt, I really believe my mom and dad were intercessors. So I would wake up every morning to them praying. And then, you know, when I would finally wake up, get ready for school, they were always doing Bible studies. They were always reading the Bible. And I was just like, wow, you know, and I, at this time I didn't have the Holy ghost, but I could see what was going on. And I did see, oh, I saw, and I saw, and I saw, wow. well, I was so caught up, I think, because, um, and I don't even know if this is right to say, but, um, my pastors at that time, daughters, you know, they were in high school, I think. And they were telling me, you know, you're not going to get the Holy Ghost if you don't give up your pants and your earrings and all that. And I was like, oh, Lord, I didn't want to <laughs> give up. I didn't want to give up my pants and well, earrings. Yeah, I don't think up. so. I mean, I didn't want to do that. And I remember at that time, it was in the 70s. And so, you know, at that time, we were wearing long skirts. And I remember wearing my jeans underneath them. And when I would get to school, I would take my long skirt off and, you know, here I am. Well, I really did want the Holy Ghost. And so I was just like, oh, Lord, how am I going to get the Holy Ghost when I, I'm having a hard time with these pants? Well, you know as much as well as I do, the more you pray, the more God's going to deal with you. Yes. And so um, I don't know when it was. It may have been a few months. But all of a sudden, I was praying one one night. And the Holy Ghost just, I mean, he, he didn't feel me at that time, but I was so close to the Holy Ghost. But that's when I feel like the Lord convicted me 
and I gave those pants up and I gave my earrings up and I gave my jewelry up and I was just like, all right, I'm going to get the Holy Ghost now. But I knew that that was, I, I didn't know then at that time, right. it was conviction. And so, um, I did get the Holy Ghost. Um, and I don't want to say that you have to do all that before the Holy Ghost comes in you because you can get the Holy Ghost with all that. That's but your story. That's say, your story. My story. Yes. And it worked for me. That's awesome. But I also know, and I am grateful that that did happen to me because that's not the issue anymore. When we talk to people and we minister to people, it's like, you, you need to get baptized. You need to get the Holy Ghost and everything else. The more you pray, the more you read the word, all that will come as all of us know yes, that. Yes. So I'm, I'm thankful that's because it wasn't on the standards. It was more on receiving the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And once I did get the Holy Ghost, it was just, it was just like a breath of fresh air for me. Wow. How old were you? I was 13 when I did get the Holy Ghost. It was April on Easter morning. Wow. 1977. Wow. It's the greatest thing that ever, ever happened. I love that. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. I'm so thankful for receiving the Holy Ghost and all my children have received the Holy Ghost. So then you grew up from that point on, from your parents getting saved when you were 12, from that point on, you grew up in an apostolic Pentecostal church? No. What happened is, this is, this is the funny story but not a funny story, but, um, our pastor ended up leaving him and his family ended up leaving. They went at this time. I didn't know. Um, they ended up moving to Louisiana and I was just like, wow, what are we going to do without a church? You know, because in, we were raised in Massachusetts. And as you know, there's not a lot of churches in Massachusetts. Not a lot of apostolic churches in Massachusetts. No, yeah. Not. Yeah. No, there's not. And so at this time, my best friend, Donnie, he had gotten the Holy Ghost. And this is kind of what, this was such a blessing thinking back. Me and my friend, Donnie, got the Holy Ghost. He, man, he got the Holy Ghost so good. He got it like, so quick, you know, in fact, he got the Holy Ghost in Enfield, Connecticut. We had those little, oh, I don't know what they were called. Um, just like, I don't want to say like a youth service, but it's where y'all come together and you just have like a blowout. The uprush people, the young people do that now. Yeah, they all like, go like, um, like, uh, from other churches, all the young people yes. come together. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so oh, like a youth rally. Yes. It was, yep. Yeah, they were called the youth rallies. And so we went to that and he ended up getting a Holy ghost. Well, his mom and dad, um, they came to church, but they didn't like get in the church. And so at this time, my dad, my dad ended up having a sister that was in the church. And so we ended up moving to North Carolina because he's like, I've got to have my family in the church. And so we ended up moving to North Carolina. And my dad started going to uh, Brother Kelly's church. That's an apostolic church in Southport, North Carolina. And so from North Carolina, my dad ended up getting his license. And so he started a little church in the um, in our home. And so it, we called it the House of Prayer. And in fact, that's how I met Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man ended up coming to the church. He used, he would 
bring his car and bring, good Lord, when he got the Holy Ghost, he, he kept bringing Marines all the time. So our church was growing. And then from there, I'm, I'm sad to say, but my mom and dad ended up getting a divorce um, in 1983. And that's kind of what, what got us to the Pensacola church. My dad had a brother in Pensacola. And so my dad started going to the Pensacola church. And so um, I guess I make a story short, I guess, I ended up following my dad because he ended up staying in the church. My mom didn't. Um, my mom walked away from the Lord. A lot of things happened there. But it. Um, I guess that's what makes me so grateful that through all this, you know, through all my childhood, all my adulthood, I still stayed in the church. I have a few yeah, I honestly, like my, I've got like little points coming together of explosions going, this is why she's so good at encouragement. <laughs> she has been through a lot of difficult things. And unfortunately, that makes you very aware of, of humans needing more help than they put on that they need. That's a great way of saying it. I never realized that um, maybe it's, it is all the pain. Probably there's a lot of, a lot of pain and heartache when, you know, your mom and dad divorce, um, especially being in the church. Um, you don't understand it, you know, and, and there's a lot of things I understand now that I'm, that I'm an adult and I'm a mom and a dad, you know, watching my mom and dad go through these things. You didn't see them as a child, but looking back, um, I really don't understand all that happened, but there was a lot of pain and heartache and in trying to keep, and I guess that's another thing. I think the encouragement, you know, you had asked me if I have always been an encourager and maybe I was, you know, cause I always try to keep my, my family, even, even though they're not in the church, none of my siblings are in the church right now. And um, I've always just tried to stay connected with them. And, you know, like when their birthdays are here, I, tr I always try to remember their birthdays and stuff. And um, just, I want to be the door. I want to be the way that they know that they can come back. Like, yeah, my brothers yeah. will always say, are you praying for me? It's like, you know, I'm praying for you, you know? So, um, wow. I don't know, you're probably, probably ministering to me, to, you know, to help me to understand yeah, I I see I see I see uh the same older sister who when trouble was brewing downstairs got her siblings upstairs to protect them and to not allow them to see that. I see that you're still that person. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't ever realize that maybe that, that you know that happened as a child. You know, I yeah. guess that. And wow. it is I just know a um and like I said earlier, a card and a text could just brighten someone's day because you really don't know what people are going through. Yeah. Um, people, and, and, and I'm sure you know as well as I do, you minister a lot. And you minister in song. And I don't know how many times 
that you have been up on the platform and the Lord will just take you over and you're just starting to speak these words. You know, God's got you, you know, God's going to take care of everything, you know, and it's like, you just, you, you bring hope to the congregation, Danae. Every, I don't know how many times you have lifted us up. And, and I know you've had some pain and heartache in your life, yes. but it's like, you know, and, and no. I'm going to share this with you. Um, when you and sister Naomi had your little, um, ladies thing over there at Palm coast, we were so excited to go and hear you because we knew, okay, we got Danae and we got sister Naomi and they're just gonna just be, you know, <laughs> you, guys, you guys can just get up there. I mean, you hear your mom, yeah, she's yeah. just exhorting. She's just building up. She's just, you know, this is the way it is. You just pray through it. Now that's the way I was raised. You pray yes. through everything, and you keep your spirit clean, <sighs> and you got this. That is that is the way. It is, and it's the only way. Because if you don't pray through any type of hurt, any type of offense, mm -hmm. you're going to be in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> it's know. the truth. You know, I appreciate all the books that are written about healing from pain and being wounded and why bad things happen to good people. I appreciate yeah. all of those writings and they all bring their own healing balm to the table. Yes. But they are just a superficial topical ointment, only that kind of prayer meeting where you are praying through and your emotions are released and the Holy Ghost is flowing. That is the only thing that heals to the bone. And you know what? You're absolutely right. And you're here and I'm here and we are witnesses of that. So when you hear Sister Naomi get up there and say, you pray through this. Yeah. Bring it to the bank because I'm telling you, I really believe with my whole heart, Danae, me and Spider-Man have done this for years. And we have been hurt and we have been wounded and we have been lied on and we have been mistreated. But I really believe with my whole heart, us praying through and not just praying, y'all, praying through, giving it all to Jesus, because he's the only one that can touch your heart and get all that, because it's just a mess. If you don't pray through that, you're yeah. going to get offended, you're going to hate, you're going to, yeah. well, you're going to want to get, you know, punch them out. You yeah. Know? You just want to, you know, and, 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 I know people that are listening to us and I tell everybody this and I, and I'm realizing this, everybody is hurt. Everybody has had their feelings hurt. And I always tell people, guess what guys, you're going to get your feelings hurt tomorrow because the Bible says offenses will yes, come. It's part of it. <laughs> yep. And they're coming more and more and more. And if you do not pray through that, that even a hurt feeling, even if somebody walks by you, yeah. the first thing the devil wants to say is, look at that. They yep. just walked yep. by you. They don't care about you. They don't love you. Look at that. And I'm telling you, I know that because that's what the that's what the enemy does to all of, all us. of us. All he's got is a a thought. And yep. if you're not careful, you know, Sister Shirley taught me this. And and I want to give Sister Shirley a lot of credit. 
she would always say, and this may have a lot to do with this encouragement that we've been talking about today, is don't wait for somebody to go to you. You go to them. And when you go to them, you get yourself, you get your, am I saying this right? You get your, um, it's not about you. Yes. You get your mind off you. Yes. And I realize, and, and I have done this the last, the last five years, it's been a really, really tough time for me and my husband. Souls Harbor has been our safe place. And even in Souls Harbor, when we came here, it's like, oh my gosh, this is like a breath of fresh air. This church is a breath of fresh air. But being here, I have realized there's a lot of hurting people, even in Souls Harbor. Absolutely. But what I love about Souls Harbor, Danae, and I give your mom and dad honor. I give Pastor and Sister Holly. I give you the Altries. You all seem to pray through it. The prayer room the prayer room is the safest place to be. It kind of gets you geared for service. Yes. And yeah. I realize there's many, many times, and I don't know, I'm, I want to say maybe in 2020, there were times that we would just have these awesome prayer times in the prayer room. And it's like, you didn't even want to leave. You didn't want to leave the prayer room and you knew you had service going on. And I remember one night we were all praying. It just seemed like the whole church was in there. And I remember sister Naomi say, we got service going on. Y'all got to get into the, the service. But I really believe that praying through, you know, even when you're hurting, even when you're hurting so bad, if you can get into his presence and just pour it out to him, because nobody can touch you. Nobody can heal nobody you. Nobody, nobody, nobody can heal you like, like Jesus can. Yes. And I love what pastor preached Sunday morning. Um, they nobody like Jesus, nobody can touch you like he Amen. can. Nobody can, you know, take the pain, take the heartache, take the sorrow. Amen. Oh, we've, we've got lots, you know, I've, I've been really befriending Barbara. And Barbara's feeling that, that pain of being a widow. I've never, ever understood the pain that widows go through. And um, so now it's like, okay, Lord, help me to be a blessing to the widows because they're fighting a lot of loneliness. You know, she shared so many things with me and it's like, okay, Lord, we need to really encourage these widows. Right. <laughs> you, know, you don't realize yeah. that, you don't realize that they're all alone now. Yeah. Oh, and and I'm I, sure you can relate to being alone, you know? Yeah. And holidays, holidays, you know, just emphasize. Yes. All, it's not just single people, but holidays emphasize all of our pain because we just have such a an assumption of what the holiday is supposed to be and, you know, uh, what it's supposed to look like on a Christmas card or in a movie. And when ours doesn't feel like it looks like on the card, we, yes. it just emphasizes our pain. You know, I, I, we have to wrap up here, but I want to point back to you saying, you know, once you got here, after you were here for a while, you realized there's a lot of hurting people yes. at Souls Harbor. Yes. And I think for, for people who are listening from either, uh, even other churches, there, uh, you know, Jesus came for the sick, not for the whole. He came for the sick. So every church 
Everybody. has a lot of hurting people. Yes. And you know, the, I think this this conversation, which of course we didn't even plan. We thought we were talking about something last night when you and I discussed today, we were gonna go on a completely different topic. And I feel like the Lord led us to this topic of encouragement. And I'm so and glad. Me too. And I just want everybody who's listening to know everybody not every human is hurting. No, Morgan and no. Ryan just got engaged. They no, don't feel they're like the they're hurting. That's right. They're the happiest that they'll ever be, I'm sure. And but you, you, you and I know, you and I know life, and I don't want to put a curse on them, but just the way life is, they're yes. going to hurt at some point. Oh, yes. And so everybody in your church, they are there because they need a physician. That's yes. why they're there. They and need a physician. And the body and the body is created to heal each other. And I believe we, that. We have to be fitly somebody must be pulling up at my house. My <laughs> dogs are getting very mouthy. Um so so we'll we'll just end by encouraging each other as we go into 2022. Um be like Tina. For, uh, you know, if you can't write everybody in the church, try to send one card a month. Try to send out a text. If you can't reach over into every section of your church, at least whoever is within arm's reach, make it a point to, to say I love you. And you know, even David had his closest friends stab him in the back. But but when that happens, and I do say when, because it will happen. It That's will the happen. nature of being close. Yes. And so when that happens, let's heal with the Lord's presence. I think that is the, that is what we have learned from Sister Tina's testimony in life today. Sister Tina, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for sharing your heart. I love you so much. I love you too, Danae. And listen, thank you for being my encourager many, okay. many times over. Oh, well, I <laughs> I give the Lord the praise. Hey, I love you. Need, Have a great day. We need day. each other. That's right. Love Amen. you, Danae. Bye-bye.